0: Hi, I'm Sylvia Flanagan, and thanks for lending an ear to Kickstarts, where I outline motivational principles and strategies, offer personal development and relationship tips, and discuss this sometimes complicated and wonderful thing called life. I'm a licensed therapist and motivational coach, and I hope what I share adds value to your day. The content in this podcast is educational and informational only, and is not, nor is it intended to be a substitute for seeking therapy from a licensed mental health professional. You can't choose not to think, but you can choose what to think. And when you encounter an obstacle, you can choose to meet a problem, or you can choose to meet a new part of yourself. Now, we're all prone to get hung up on what might go wrong and focus on the negative. It's a proclivity we all lean towards to some degree. So today I'm going to talk about strategies to help you pay attention to the positive in your life, the payoff and implications of those efforts, and help get you into your best mindset so you can maximize your motivation, progress, and potential. Focusing on what'll go wrong is a bad investment decision. You're giving away time, effort, and energy and giving it to something that won't produce a return. It's time in your life that's essentially wasted, and you can't get it back. But there's actually a name for this tendency, where we keep looking at the negative side of something, or get hung up on what might not work, what might fail, etc. It's a scientific principle called the negativity bias, where essentially, we notice the bad and hang on to it. The brain is wired to keep on the lookout for threats, and as a result, negativity imprints more quickly in the brain. It sticks easier, as compared to something positive, which has to be experienced for a longer period of time before it imprints. It's an asymmetrical difference in how the brain processes positive and negative possibilities and experiences. The brain notices and stores the negative way more than the positive if left to its own devices. This is why you might have a really good day, but you keep thinking about that one snarky comment your friend said. Or overall, you get a good performance review at work, but you're bummed out from that one ding you got. But the good news is we can learn how to work the system. Focusing on the bad is an evolutionary carryover because our brain is wired to look out for potential danger and threat when, let's say 3,000 years ago, each day involved real and actual danger. But now, most of us are lucky enough to live with first world problems on a day-to-day basis, but our brain hasn't adapted and caught up, so it reacts the same way to these non-life or death issues as it did when real danger existed. And we experienced the same physical and emotional responses as we did back then. These misguided brain responses bring on stress, worry, anxiety, and of course, lowered motivation and confidence. So now I'm going to talk about several ways to actively foster positivity and tenacity, how to stimulate positive neural connections in the brain, and how to keep the negativity bias from crushing your mood, motivation, hope, and a whole lot more. First thing is to get to know a bit of how your brain works. It's really important to understand your brain and how it naturally functions, because then you can take steps to make things work in your favor. If you have a basic understanding, you'll know which feelings to not take seriously and which to encourage and you'll have insight into what actions lead to different reactions in the brain and how that affects your thoughts and feelings. You'll know what helps and what just makes things worse. Having a basic understanding of the top floor will give you a huge advantage. Learn to work the system. The next tool is basically a reset. If you start to get negative and feel like you wanna give up on whatever it is you're doing or working towards, Remember why you started it in the first place. What gave it meaning and significance? Flip the negativity and redirect your thoughts to that original purpose and the associated feelings, energy, and hope. Chances are you're facing an obstacle along the way you can and will overcome, or you're just tired, doubting yourself, having a bad day, or need to foster some patience. So step back, get some space, and look back. And then take a minute to bring into focus the original passion and mindset. Tap into that original passion. Get the clarity of vision again. You probably just need to let that old lizard brain calm itself down so your prefrontal cortex can come rescue the situation and get things back on track. Don't let a little dose of negativity spoil the journey or even a day. Third, envision your goal. It's an established fact that consistent visualization will help you achieve the outcome and success you want. It's not just woo-woo wishing, it's science. Visualization works because the same part of the brain is stimulated when you visualize something as when you're actually doing it. The brain can't distinguish between the two. If you take time to visualize achieving your goal and visualize the steps needed to get there, You're training your brain to carry out those actions, and endorphins get released, which buffers stress, and neurotransmitters are released, associated with feeling good and feeling motivated. If elite athletes can use this method, we can also. Do 5 or 10 minutes of visualization for about 6 weeks, and then check out the results. You'll probably be impressed and notice quite a difference. Next, remember that obstacles are natural. They're gifts packaged as problems. Obstacles are where you'll find out what you're made of. You'll discover your grit, tenacity, adaptability, and creativity, all waiting to come together and participate as part of the solution. Obstacles will also sweeten the pot at the end, make the reward more meaningful, because anything worth its salt comes with struggle. Success always winds through valleys of obstacles, failed attempts, and setbacks. And it's in that valley you'll find the best parts of yourself. Try and welcome problems with a new attitude and new energy. Flip the script. The fifth strategy is to celebrate all the wins along the way. Don't just wait till something's finished to acknowledge yourself and achievements. Whether it's knocking stuff off your daily to-do list or making small strides towards a bigger goal, make sure you give yourself a pat on the back. Do your own little end zone dance at the end of every day. Doesn't matter whether it was easy or hard, fast, or took a lot more time than expected. Make it a point to recognize your efforts, stretches, and accomplishments. Each time you point out an achievement, the brain's reward center is activated and you get a little shot of dopamine. Dopamine is another one of those feel-good chemicals and is heavily linked to motivation. So by taking time to celebrate achievements, you you trigger the brain to feel good, and you're motivated to do more. Next is gratitude. Gratitude is another practice that, if done regularly, leads to increased production of neurotransmitters that, like I said, make you feel good. I suggest incorporating a daily gratitude practice. Help override the brain's natural inclination to point out the negative by intentionally taking and making time to recognize what's going well. Even on the worst of days, make it a practice to recognize your abilities, what's working in your favor, and the people in your life who make life better. Last, keep learning. And I can't stress this enough. Help prevent your mind and ideas from becoming stagnant and routine. Exchange ideas with others. Read. Read a lot. Explore ideas in whatever way works for you. Learning stimulates, motivates, and generates creativity. It's the horsepower behind intentional endeavors and will help keep you feeling alive, positive, and activated. So that's about it for this episode. Aim high. Be curious. Be brave think positively, and if you meet a problem on the road, kill it. You got this. If you like this episode, please leave me a review or a rating and share this podcast with a friend. That helps me stay positive and keeps this show going.